Guys, we watched Star Wars. We gotta do our intros. We're not quite there. We have to clap? Three guys you never heard of uh, develop powers that weren't in any of the previous movies, but then somehow ended up in this one and would have been really handy in some of the other ones. It feels like Duran is already showing. Tipping his hand. <laughs> Three guys you've never heard of have to use David's audio from this cutting room floor from the last two episodes. But we're going to rotoscope it and we're going to heavily edit it and we're going to... And make it work. Put it through ILM Ringer. I don't envy that challenge. Well, I don't know if they had to do that. They didn't. But... They could have just killed her in the last one. Yeah, but they didn't know she was going to die in real life. Or they could have just, you know... But she died before the Not last one had came someone out. Oh. get blasted into space and live through it. Yeah. I. Because I don't. Well, yeah, she kind of had a major role in the end of Last Jedi. She sure did. They could have handled that differently. It also just stinks that she's a bad actress. Maybe. In her old age. I don't. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, Harrison Ford. Let's. We'll talk about him later. Okay. Oh, we'll talk about Harrison Ford. <laughs> I want to know. How much he can made? What oh, was I, the, what was the size of that check? I think he did it for her. No, for Carrie. No, yeah. nope. They I, paid him a oh, bunch sure, of money. Sure, sure, sure. I'm sure they paid him, but a decent amount. But I also think that that scene was supposed to be Leia. Absolutely. Yeah. Like that scene with Kyle out on the. Oh, I'm glad water. it was Han. I'm glad it wasn't Leia. Uh, it was supposed to be Leia. Ugh. I'm glad it was Han. Yeah. I think that had she been alive, it would have been a pretty impactful scene. Yeah. Um, We're getting too into it, though. Dave, you want to give us our intro? Yeah, welcome. Come one, come all to the three guys you've never heard of talking today about Star Wars, uh, The Rise of Skywalker. Um, it's a film. came out a few days ago. We saw it. We're going oh, to talk about it. We saw it together. We didn't see it all together. All three of us. All three so of that's us. the first time we've ever done that with one of our movies. Uh, Could have been holding hands. Could have been holding hands. We've we've seen it like with pairings, but never all three. Yeah, yeah, never all three. I saw Venom with Scott, and then what else did we see together? I don't remember. I know I've seen... We went with our wives. Yeah, to something. Not JoJo. Pimper Falcon? No. no. Have I seen anything with either Not of you guys? Out. Knives Out, yeah, yeah, yeah. You saw one with Scott. Yeah, you did, early on. And I feel yeah. like maybe Widows? we saw no. one together. No. Widows would have been hard to walk out and not say anything. Yeah. Because it was so good. So good. Yeah. Knives Out was kind of hard to not say anything. Yeah, our wives started talking about it. We were like, please stop. Me, 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 me. Kind of like how Gwen started her own podcast after we got out of <laughs> Star Wars, where it was Gwen's thoughts on the movies. You guys all have to stay quiet. <laughs> yes. Uh, by the way, I'm Scott. I'm Duran. And I'm David. I should say I'm Scott Skywalker. And Duran should say he's... I'm Duran Skywalker. Well, I'm... Uh, You're Dave Skywalker. Dave Skywalker. Yeah, I'm Dave this, Skywalker. This leads us to the how do you do's, which actually isn't about Skywalker. I would like to know who in the Star Wars universe, you can pick anyone, it doesn't have to be a yep. main, main series, okay. who in the Star Wars universe would you want to be your granddad? Kylo Ren. To be my granddad? I mean, he died. 
Well, I want that that kiss to have been a full-on oh, copulation. Oh, yeah. And then me spring forth from it. Well, no, my dad spring forth from it. <laughs> um, That's a great question. I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pause. Uh, I think I'm going to go Chewy. I'm just going to go from the you gut go for say it? Chewy. Weird. That's Why? so weird. I feel like Chewy is a very consistently noble... And he's, good he's pretty character. selfless. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Everything yeah, that he does in the entire series, he doesn't even get a medal. Well, he got a in medal. The, well, okay. <laughs> it's like, hey, by the way, I found this in Leia's stuff. It had your name on it. It's like, what are you talking about? I was there too. I was there <laughs> when they handed him out the first time. No, Chewie. Boom. Okay. I like Chewie. I think it's a good choice. He's also been through all these stupid people dragging him around. That's one thing I didn't really like about Solo. That's probably one of my only gripes about the story of Solo was that they made Chewie have, I'd say, almost too much autonomy. Just because, like, his role is kind of to be just around. Yeah. I don't know. I just thought it was interesting to have him have a little more. I don't know. It's just weird. Do you have one, Scott? I've thought a lot about this, and I don't think I do have a good one. Um, I'd probably say... Man, I didn't actually think about this until I was about to vocalize it. I was Han Solo, and then I realized that's just, just like one of the main characters. Isn't like Kylo is Han Solo's son? I know that's not like yeah. I want someone. That, does that mean that Kylo would be your dad? Dang it! I would hmm. no. I would be. I would be the the secret twin sister to Kylo that we haven't seen yet. I would. She, why did you mom. say sister? Why wouldn't you be the secret twin brother? That's fine. It can be a secret twin brother. Luke and Leia were. Oh, that's, that's what you're referencing. Gotcha. I could be... I want someone dark or conflicted. So, as my grandfather. The legacy you Honestly, want to live into is I'd dark want and conflicted. Honestly, I'd want to be... I'd want... You want Vader? Yeah, I want Vader. I want to be Dave O'Ren. <laughs> and the Knights of Dave. <laughs> that's what we can start calling all the Dave heads out there. Ooh, is the, the Knights, the of, Knights Dave. of Dave. Yeah, the Knights of Dave. That's good. Okay. All those Dave heads out there listening. You mean watching? Yeah, watching. Man, viewing. that's a bit that viewing all the viewers. It's a deep cut about, from yeah. our own over a year old podcast. Yeah, guys, it's been a year. We will talk about that later. Uh yeah, okay. What's your guys' favorite Star Wars character? Because that's the other thing is Hansel is not my favorite Star Wars character. Uh, so it was the Vade Skurs. Uh I think it's Kylo. Yeah? In fact, you know what? I know it's Kylo. Yeah, it might be. Yeah. He's got I mean he's got I, an arc that would make a bridge or a rainbow jealous. I <laughs> that and or Noah. If jealous. he was surrounded by better movies mm. I think he would shine even brighter what's well, an interesting thought experiment to think like okay you take the the sequels and you cut out everything that's not Kylo and that's not the worst movie no it's a fantastic movie no but I'm saying like ignoring like any other plot development ignoring any other setup just that yeah, just, just cut out story everything line. else yeah just his storyline yeah it stands good. stands alone by itself yeah it yeah. does so does this face when he looks at someone like this. I feel like Obi-Wan, same type of thing with the prequels. Mm, yeah. Like if he's you in a better... Jesus? Better movie, in better movies. Yeah. Stands out even brighter. Yeah, I think that's true. That's interesting. Yeah. Who's your favorite character? Dengar. 
Who the hell is that? Come on, man. I'm going to lean really hard into my obsession with Star Wars and say Dengar. He's always been my favorite. He's one of the bounty hunters in Empire Strikes Back. He's the one that looks like a stormtrooper. He's got like brown stormtrooper armor. And his- Does he have any line of dialogue? No. There's Great. there's a series <laughs> of books that... Uh, oh, so have you read the books? Yeah. Oh. For example, okay. Dengar was instrumental in pulling Boba Fett out of the Great Pit of Karkoon. That's it. That Dengar. He just has a larger backstory. Is he a Mandalorian? No. He is a ex-stormtrooper. Gotcha. Yeah. Cool. Because technically, Baba is a Mandalorian. So. Well, maybe. If so, not from it's the movies, then. It's from the books that you like him. Uh, yeah. Like, from well, the movies, he's just I, like a I dude. Think, well, I think the reason I like him in the movies is for the same reason that other people like Boba Fett. I also like Boba Fett as a character, even though he has no legs to stand on, right? Like, yeah. he has... Three lines? He gets his ass pooped on. Yeah. Well, he doesn't have the force. Boba Fett? Boba Fett where? <laughs> um, I just, I, yeah. I like the, I think that the original trilogy did really good world building, and I think that the sequels and the prequels did fine world building, but like. I thought the sequels had good characters. Yeah. I thought they had great characters, actually. Yeah, but I, th- I don't know if the these character setups great. No, they just relied on the old the the legwork that was already done. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And there was there was a whole weird thing with this the prequels because you end up getting these like new flashing Naboo starfighters, even though it was supposed to be in the past, and it was kind of like, wait, what? Like, I, how did technology change? But now that we're in the the sequels, we get like cooler X wings yeah. and cooler type. Well, cooler than asterisk Tie fighters, right? Like that's. Complicated. No, it's my and fighter the Mandalorian man. What's up, that Tie Fighter? He is. It shouldn't have been a Tie Fighter. What? Which one? Why not? At the end of whatever episode I just watched. Oh, the so Tie Fighter you are comes in. Up. Yeah, in the he's the not wings. fully up. I'm not fully caught up. In the wings, like sorry, Mandalorian spoilers. Uh, in the wings, like fold. Yeah. Just no. And then Gus yeah. comes out. Have, yeah, Gus. <laughs> And he's like, where's my blue? Where's my blue crystal, guys? <laughs> Just have like any That's the worst other cast impression anyone has ever done. <laughs> yeah, that was really bad. But we all know what you're talking about. Um, yeah. Should we giddy up? Yeah, Star Wars. We watched episode nine, Rise of Skywalker. The ninth episode. The ninth episode. Uh, Which, how many movies have there been? One X. Eleven. Well, there's been nine, yeah. ten, eleven. Unless you leave out all the Ewok movies and you leave out the holiday special. Yeah, I'm leaving those out. Okay. Nine. Oh, plus oh and two. they made the Clone Wars movie that was just a bunch of episodes tied together. <laughs> and it wasn't even the best episodes. It was like the worst episodes. So nine Eleven. of the main line, nine of the Skywalker saga, and then two side stories. Solo and... Rogue One. Rogue, Rogue One. One. Yeah. Yeah. Um, action, adventure, fantasy. I don't know why sci-fi is not on there. Because it's a space opera. Is sci-fi not a genre on whatever... Oh, it is. I'm sure it is. Yeah, it is. I think it's because of... There's space magic. These aren't sci-fi at this point. I think... Maybe. I may delve into that further. I don't have okay. no background thought on this. We can come back Until you just brought up. But, yeah. like, yeah, these new movies I don't think are sci-fi. That's interesting. I want to come back to that later, but that's... We're jumping ahead. You don't think they're sci-fi? Not when you compare them against other science fiction films out there. We'll come back to this. I think this is a good point, but we got to get through this first. Yeah. We got to do uh, something. Came out on the 20th of December, 2019. Yep. A whole 
year and nine months after Solo. Yep. I don't know if it's nine months, but a year and a half since Solo. And Solo was the last one to come out? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, two years since Last Jedi, which was the previous movie. Directed by J.J. Abrams. J.J. Abrams. J.J. Abrams. Uh, who is also the director of... Lost. Force Awakens and Lost. I and Lost Star Trek. Trek. Yeah. And Star Trek Into Darkness. And Is it Star Trek Into Darkness or is it Star Trek Into Darkness? It's Star he Trek He also did the first, the better Star Trek. Just Star Trek? I don't... I don't remember. Whatever yeah, the first of the new... It's called Star Trek. I think it's just Star Trek, yeah. 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 Which was a good movie. Yeah. Uh, Drain wrote down that the writer was Chris Tarot, but it was also J.J. Oh, yeah, J.J. Yeah, uh, but Chris is the... He's the first credited okay. as a writer on this. Yeah. He wrote Argo, Batman vs. Superman, <laughs> Justice League, and Uh-oh. he's currently writing Justice League 2. Wasn't he also involved in Wonder Woman? Digital 2. I don't remember. Mm, I, maybe. I looked at this recently, but I just don't remember. This all makes sense to me now. Yeah. Uh, interestingly, Chris... Terrario, Terrio, Terrio, uh, was not involved at all in the Force Awakens or Weird Flash Jedi. Weird. Seems was, like if I was <sighs> Disney, I wouldn't make that mistake. But weird. Seems, yeah. it seems like they laughed. We'll get back to this. Um, music by John Williams, obviously. Great. J. Will. Uh, I want to dive deeper into the soundtrack, like. Me personally, not like in this conversation. I just haven't listened to the soundtrack, mm. but I like the use of some of the motifs that they pulled from the trilogy. I, I like, like Ray's part. theme. I like Kylo Ren's theme. A oh lot. yeah, there there were yeah. a few times in there where I was like, "Ooh, that's a nice mm-hmm. usage of that theme." They brought back like Princess Leia's theme and Luke's theme. First build, Carrie Fisher, even though she didn't actually act for this movie. No, she didn't. Selfish. <laughs> when she did all the things that her character did. Kind of. She reacted to a bunch of other lines of dialogue that were put there to make her do stuff. They also like changed her clothes and like aged her. There, there was a number of articles I read that were like, and they didn't even do the same thing they did in Rogue One, but like they kind of did. I mean, they changed like the background. They of had the that scene, scene she with was the in. younger Leia. They rotoscoped her. No, not that one. I mean, all of the scenes with old Leia. Like, all of those scenes were heavily doctored to get them to fit into the narrative that they were telling. Yeah. Which, I feel as though I would have rather had Doctored Leia as opposed to just weird scenes. Like, full-on Doctored Leia? Yeah. Yeah, me too. And part of the problem is she's a lot more of a main character than Grandma Tarkin was in Rogue One. Like, Grandma Tarkin was a main character, but at the same time, he wasn't... The top build cast main yeah. character. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Mark Hamill. Bringing it back as Luke Skywalker. Dead Luke Skywalker. Dead he Luke Skywalker. Comes back and does more in this movie than he did. <laughs> in the last Jedi. Adam Driver, third. Putting the team on his back. Uh, on those or oh, maybe on his chest. On yeah, his, broad wide to torso. Hold it, big broad chest. Yep. Uh also we got the returning cast of Daisy Ridley, John Boy, my boy John Boy again. Yep, my boy. He's he's probably my favorite character of this series, like of the Interesting. sequels. I like John Boy a lot. Do you like his character, or do you like what they had him do as a character? Um, I liked his character in Force Awakens and Last Jedi. I don't know if I liked his character in this one because he didn't do anything. Because his, I thought his presence yeah. was unnecessary. Oscar Isaac, he uh, needed to be there. 
You got actually. Otherwise, they wouldn't have found that girl who had the magic chip to get them on the ship. It's very. He was great out of nowhere. I liked Oscar. Uh, yeah. I think the way they used him is a little weird. But yeah, that's fine. Anthony Daniels, only person to be in all nine of them. C three PO. He's also he was also great. Uh, I liked him in the first part. I don't. I really don't like that line they used in the trailer of like I'm looking at my friends one last yeah. time. It's like, yes. Yeah. Uh, why don't they have who played Babu Frick on here? Who's Babu Frick? Oh, oh the Babu little guy. Frick? The little guy. Okay. Yeah. yeah. The only character that <laughs> probably because they used a computer to generate his voice. He was a puppet, dude. Oh yeah, probably a computer. Yeah. yeah. Um, or some stupid thing like that. Interesting um, to me, Naomi Aki. I don't know why she's that high up on that list. I don't know either. Because I feel as though her role Billy wasn't D really... Because Billy D is way down. Is, he's not even on this list. He's not he on this one. I took the screenshot and then was like, oh, I just want to make sure I didn't miss anyone. So I had to extend it to the full cast page. And I looked down. I was yeah, like, wow, like I feel Billy D's way down. Uh, Jonas Samato, the guy that plays Chewbacca, he should be way up there. At least by C-3PO. Yeah. Yeah. And Ian... Gary <laughs> uh, Russell beat him. Yeah. Look at my eyes. <laughs> yeah yeah that's a little weird yeah yeah uh at least kelly marie tran is down in the bottom oh yeah, she's we'll, above we'll come, Palpatine. we'll come back to we'll come yeah. back to this we'll come back to this oh uh, man actually ian mcdarmond he is i love that guy he should be up he hams it up oh he does and i was like yeah. give me more yeah, give yeah. me more ian uh coming in a little uh Rough with the Rotten Tomatoes at 55. Rotten? A little rotten uh, for for critics. A little tomato. Audience score of 86, which interestingly is the exact inverse of Last Jedi. TLJ. Or very close in terms of like flipping the audience and critic score. Oh, interesting. That the critic score for Last Jedi was in the upper 80s and the audience score was in like the mid 50s. Weird. An interesting flip. Uh, IMDb. Oh, another interesting thing I thought was that the... I don't know if you guys are watching this, but I looked the day of. The audience score was in like the low 90s. So it was IMDb. IMDb was at like a 89 or something like that. Or 8.9. Yeah. Which I thought was interesting. Metacritic and Rotten Tomatoes aligning almost perfectly, which doesn't happen that often. Yeah. Which is interesting. Uh, and Cinema Score giving it a paltry B+. Paltry. The lowest Cinema Score, I believe... Of any Star Wars movie. Wow. I could be wrong about that. But. Uh, with an absurd budget of... It's not the budget. Seven. It's not the budget. <laughs> or it, sorry, seven, it is gross. Yeah, it is grossed 704 million worldwide. We, we assume the budget's what? In the like three to 400,000? Nope. Yep, thousand. I'm gonna stick at that thousand number. <laughs> That's my... You think it's three opinion. to 400 million? No. Uh, sorry. Let Including me be more precise day. with my numbers. Uh... 300 to 400 million. No. Higher or lower. If you include lower. If you include marketing, it'd be up there. Yeah. It's probably 250. Okay. Yeah. Which wasn't last Jedi and Force Awakens. Yeah, right like that Justice channel? League, all of that. It's okay. like around 250. Yeah. Why would you throw Justice League in there? Because <laughs> it was one of the most high budget films in yeah. recent memory. Really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it looked so hokey. But like the cast and the. Yeah. The cast. cast and the. It makes sense why it's expensive. such a gross movie. Okay. Thumbs. Yeah. Uh, I wanna I wanna predicate these thumbs for a sec. Are we doing this movie based on itself 
Or you you sum it how you want to do it. Yep. Thumb and then like you, you explain it. it. That's part of the thumb it like you want it. Thumb it like you want it. Thumb it. Just like I need to decide what thumb it like you want it. Thumb it. Thumb it like you want. All right. It. What? You ready? Yeah. Mm-hmm. What are we counting to? Are we counting down? You'll you'll count us. Uh, on three. One, two, three. Wow. Okay. So yeah. I, Duran, gave it a middle thumb. David. Uh, I gave it a middle thumb too. Scott gave it an up thumb as a standalone movie. I think it's a side thumb as a Star Wars movie. Interesting. Yeah. Uh, I think. That if I was ranking it in Star Wars movies, I might give it a down thumb. Yeah. So. Yeah. So here's what I'm going to say. Yeah, I'm saying like my opinion of it is a Star Wars as a standalone than... movie. I would give it an up thumb, just barely. But the fact that here's what this movie did. I actually liked it when I left theater. I was like, you know, overall, I was at a good time in a galaxy far, far away. Yeah. But it made me like Force Awakens and the Last Jedi less. Having this exist in the linear after the, it made me look yeah. back and go, I like those movies less now, even though I like this one. And since it did that, it went from an up to a middle form. I feel like it did that because this movie just trampled over those two. Yeah, it had to. Well, it also went to. Well, it didn't have to. Five planets, I mean, four minutes kinda, to start the movie. It, it had to trample over Last Jedi because well, we don't get anything out of Last Jedi. I, I don't I think disagree so. with that. I, so here, I've had a lot of conversations with a lot of people about Last Jedi because I was a huge fan of Last Jedi. And one of I the big things too. that a lot of people said about Last Jedi was that it, it had no, like it didn't resolve anything, it didn't like set up anything, and that it, they didn't like how it moved Kylo and Rey's storyline. Which my, my comeback to that was always, well, yeah, but you have to wait until the next movie because that's when it resolves, right? Like Empire Strikes Back didn't do much for, you know, Leia's character arc, right? She was a very secondary character in Empire Strikes Back, right? But it resolves itself in Return of the Jedi when you get the Luke-Leia connection, whatever, right? But I feel as though this movie didn't... It it just looked at that question of what are we going to do about Kylo and what are we going to do about Rey, and it just kind of was like, uh, Control-A, delete, (laughs) right? Like, the first act of the movie is just retconning all of Last Jedi. That's what I'm talking about. But I think that you still could... I don't think that's Last Jedi's fault. I think that's... Oh, I don't think it's yeah, Last Jedi's that's fault. JJ Either. and Ryan being a little tiffy. Well, I'm going to go ahead and say that is... Whoever at Disney yeah. was given, like, this trilogy, yeah. it's their fault for not saying, hey, let's figure out the whole story mm-hmm. of these three films, even just a framework for it, well, so that we don't yeah. get... Yeah. Two in and then have to scramble on the third. So, as good as and as well worth his money as Kevin Feige is, yeah, that's the true. same company. It's like, dude, you've done this before really well. Yeah, but he's not going to jump over and do. No, it. no, no, no. I'm not saying but, that but he I think, is. I think there's a difference though, because I was thinking a lot about this too in terms of like cohesion. Right. What we're talking about is like this did not. This this showed that the series had no cohesion, which sucks. Right. Yeah. Uh, the original trilogy. Uh, New Hope, Empire, and Return of the Jedi, those all had different directors, but they had cohesion, right? There was there was George Lucas holding all of that together mm-hmm. to make sure that storyline was consistent, right? But mm-hmm. we still had the ability to have not the same people doing it every time because George Lucas was integrally linked to everything, yeah. right? But in this, like, we had none of that. Like, maybe there was it, no... Yeah. There should have been. I think you're right. Kevin Feige is a great example on the Marvel side, but I think with Marvel... 
you can have Iron Man, Thor, Captain America, Hulk. You can have all those movies exist separately because they only need to have a very small thing touching at the very end, right? Yeah. You only have to have them eventually lead into the Avengers. Yeah. Whereas this, like, you had to have, like, they were three parts of one. They were, they were, they should have been yeah. three parts of one single story. Yeah. Yeah. Which. I wonder if it's there, if it was, whoever was in charge of Disney of this, of this project, if it was their hesitation looking at what happened with the prequels, because I think the prequels are an example of you give the reins to one person and you tell them like, make this full story. Yeah. They might not do a good job. And then you're like stuck with their, that one person's vision, which may not be what you want. Well, it didn't help too that the prequels were directed and written and everything by yeah, Lucas. Was, and I think you're right. I think that was too much. Yeah, but we still didn't have any... I was also thinking through um, other narratives like uh, Harry Potter uh, movies. Mikey has done a lot talking about this, that like Harry Potter went through eight movies. Granted, they were based on a narrative arc that was pre-established, but they went through eight movies with different directors and they were still able to keep very similar yet still changing themes and styles and vibes. Uh, so you could still have those different takes from different directors, but yeah. you still had a cohesion between them. But I also think about like Peter Jackson and Lord of the Rings, right? Like I got no problem with Lord well, of the Rings. All pre-written and pre-everything. I know. And that's the big thing is that, that both of those are based off of an, novelists work already yeah. right when, well, when even no even the movies were all pre-written pre-storyboard and everything oh that's the especially between, oh, yeah. jackson right that's yeah, the difference they, between yeah. lord of the rings yeah. and the hobbit yeah, the hobbit movies were not yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. they Damn. they shot yeah they shot all three of the yeah. lord of the rings simultaneously they well, shot it as one project and i'm wondering how much this would have been amazing if they would have done that i think i think it's yeah. a hard ask i think they should have, because I mean, they went to JJ and they're like, "We want you to do Force Awakens." Yeah, and I think Force Awakens did a decent job. I think that it's okay. I think it. We can talk about that later, but I think at that point they needed to really sit down and think, like, okay, should we have him finish this out? Yeah, and why didn't they just do that? Right? Why? Why didn't they from the start say? JJ, we're gonna have you go. Maybe, well, but like you said, you didn't want to have one single guy going all the way. Yeah, through, I right? think maybe they ran that's well because they saw the success of Marvel, and Marvel's always had different directors too. But again, yeah, they kind. Of, I think they needed to make to have the conclusion that Scott brought up already, which is you can have different directors for different Marvel yeah. movies because they're all separate. The, stories. They, I think they swung a little too far over. They're like, all right, let's just kind of wing it and pick talented filmmakers. Yeah, yeah. We're gonna make their own movie. And I thought that the themes that the Last Jedi explored were a lot more as a standalone movie from start to finish, mm-hmm. more prominent than the themes in Rise of Skywalker. Yeah. Besides Kylo Ren's yeah. arc. Yeah. I think that if Ryan Johnson had been given an offshoot story that he would in the Star Wars universe he would have done a great job because I think that I think that he came into the rise of Sky or sorry no he came in the last Jedi with like his own interesting ideas for how to do the film Mm -hmm. and he created an interesting film but the reason why I feel like it didn't go over well with a lot of fans and critics is because it felt kind of detached 
from what they had set up in Force Awakens. And especially now that we've seen the rise of Skywalker, like it's even more, it feels detached. So it's, it is an unfortunate thing where, yeah, I think he, I, I mean, we went and saw Knives Out. Clearly he mm-hmm. can yeah. put together a, both, both directing and writing. Yeah. Clearly yeah. he can write and direct a fantastic film. I think that, I'm going to put it on Disney again. Like, I'm really, I think it's on whoever at Disney was sort of given the reins of, hey, you're handling this new Star Wars trilogy. They needed to figure this out beforehand. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. I I think that the unifying thread through the new trilogy is Kylo Ren's character, though. Uh, That's obvious, though. Well, I think that Ryan looked at, I think think Ryan looked at The Force Awakens and I was like, don't like, don't like, don't like, don't care, don't care, don't care. Oh, Kylo's interesting. I'll develop that. Well, but that's that's uh, that's a really obvious storyline, though. It's a Skywalker story, right? Like the the main series trilogy yeah. is about Anakin, yeah, and it's about Anakin's fall, his redemption, and then his legacy. Yeah. So, like, it has to be about Kylo. Yeah. Right. It had to be about some offspring of either Luke or Leia. Yeah. Right. And it had to be. Is the trilogy about Kylo or about Rey? I would argue it's about uh, again. Anakin's legacy. They are a dyad in the Force. Is that what she says? What yeah. He says? Yeah. yeah. Uh, oh man. I. Uh, I just want to before we get deep into stuff, I want to talk about highs and lows about the whole movie. Okay. I'm gonna start with my low. Okay. Yeah. I almost vocalized a boo, like a boo <laughs> in the theater, and I am glad I didn't. But still, when they kissed, really. Oh, little, Garbage. Oh, really? I loved it. There was I, no reason for that. I think... I loved it. I think if they... I think there was reason. No. I think there was. I think there was. I think the problem is that they didn't do a good job of actually setting it up in The Last Jedi. Because I think they started to in The Last Jedi. About making their connection, like, oddly... About, yeah. And, and I don't even want to say physical is not or the intimate, I guess. Intimate right? like, in the sense that... If the movie had been made in such a way that you got more of their connection, like a deeper connection between the two of them, because in the in the last Jedi, because mm-hmm. I watched it a few days before we went and saw Rise of Skywalker, yeah. they start like this one on one connection and force facetiming, force facetiming, um, and the more it happens, the more Ray gets a sense of like who's there, like who Kylo is and who Ben is, yeah, and that like, but it doesn't get far enough. Yeah, because it gets cut off by the confrontation with Snoke. Yeah. Right. And even and then the confrontation happens and then it just I mean, cut off is a perfect word because as soon as that ends, it's like, nope, they're going back to square one at the beginning of the movie. And then you start Rise oh, of Skywalker oh, okay, yeah. and you're like, Oh, they're back at where they were at the beginning of yeah. Force Awakens. Yeah, and that's again that's my thing too. If I don't think that's Last Jedi's job to resolve that. Right, like, and I think that's one of the only things that JJ took from Last Jedi was that. Yeah, but I think I think last. I mean, I'm critiquing Last Jedi in yeah. that, like, it could because of the way that it was made, it didn't set up for Rise of Skywalker properly for you to actually get into Rise. Because even in Rise of Skywalker, I feel like it's not clear whether or not they've even been connecting. Oh, between the two films, yeah. between <laughs> Last Jedi and Rise of Skywalker, have they been given that they kind of implied that there were one week to five years between the two? Right, like, uh, not in, very clear. About one of it. the interviews I saw with 
Daisy Ridley, she said it was about a year. Yeah. Which okay. means... Makes sense. I mean, that feels that, about right. In that one year... Yeah, were they not... Are they not connecting at all yeah. anymore? Yeah. Why not? Yeah. Uh, but, was, sorry, but my, my issue with it is that they could have not kissed and it would have been as powerful, if not more powerful. I think... I think them... I just think it was a very weak story choice, and I think that not doing it would have been a better story choice, which is a sub-point I'm going to lean on with this movie in terms of my overall opinion, is that I think that there are a lot of writing choices that were either very safe or very easy, and they could have been much better. So why'd you give it a thumbs up? Because I still think it's a good movie. That was his absolute low. It was worse, more lows, or more highs. Uh, other lows in terms of this writing thing, this is a new thing I think I'm going to focus on for the next year. Is if I'm watching a movie and I can come up with a better way to do this to write the scene, given that I'm not a person who writes movies, given that I'm not paid to do this professionally, uh, I'm gonna f- focus on that. So in the scene where Ray is confronting the Emperor, and she reaches out, my favorite character, and she says, "Right, be with me" or whatever, and then you have you have the moment where the Emperor then starts using Force Lightning on her. How badass would this have been to see her reach out and grab the Force Lightning instead of using a lightsaber, which is weird. She reaches out and grabs the Force Lightning, and then the camera pans back, and you see Yoda's hand with her. And then it pans back further, and you see that entire arena filled with Jedi. That would be better. David's face is telling me that that would be better. Yeah, because honestly... The, that whole scene, the like climax of that scene being, she picks up a second another lightsaber, lightsaber, and that's what it takes. That's, like that, Mace, if Mace Windu would have just had two lightsabers in that scene in uh, gross Re- Revenge yeah, of the Sith, I'm with right? You on that. Mace yeah. Windu would have killed the Emperor right there, and we would have had no thing, right? Yeah, that's no. it. Mace. Two lightsabers. That's it. It's just things like that that I just well feel also low. raise power. Ray. So no, that's another but, issue I have. We'll, I'll wait to get Yeah, but, but just the, the point being that like, super they set know. up for that scene for there to be force ghosts. Yeah. And that would have been the right the scene in, in Return of the King where Aragorn comes down from the mountain yeah. and he says, I forgot what he said. What does he say? We'll find out in a few weeks. That's true. Frodo Fest 2020. <laughs> he, uh, gets, he gets off the boat. Yes. And they're like, well, no. With whose like, army? They're like, you pirate scum, you're late. And, and then he hops off the boat, and they're just like, what do they say? Yeah, the point being that, like, that scene's epic because they have already set up the whole idea that, like, well, you're going to have a bunch of people fighting. I would argue that the usage of the ghosts in... in it's my least favorite part of the it's movie. It's my least favorite part of the whole movie. I think okay. it's hokey. That's fine. Yeah, I no, hate it. But, but I, I do know what you're saying. Okay. And I do agree with you 100%. Your version of that scene is better. Thank you for agreeing with me. Yep, I'm with you on that one. It, there's just well, things like that that I do. All the Jedi about. kiss at the end. Yes, all it's of them. A, all in fact, it, it, this is the next X-rated one. It's around. just an orgy, a Jedi orgy. Uh, I like that because it's a, a capstone to all nine films. If you unify and bring in the fact that there's been Force Ghosts throughout, and this is like where that like yeah, dude, they bring in. Uh, when you hear their voices. You bring in Anakin. Well, that was the whole thing was that the voices, like, did you guys look at the list of those voices? Yeah. yeah. It's like everyone. everyone. Yeah. yeah. Everyone was in that thing, yeah. right? So if you're already going to imply that the, the spirit of these people live on in the Force, then, right, there's this unifying I mean, Jedi it might have been really hard to get them. Yoda is, is not a Yoda's, real person. 
Yoda's easy. Luke's easy. <laughs> Luke's, Leia, Luke's we already yeah. know they'll fuck up those, and use but, however they want. Like those three people they already had, and those three people were all that you needed. I mean, you Luke, could Leia, get Yoda, Samuel right. L. Jackson. He was, he was bet, one of the ones, wasn't he? I, I want Qui-Gon. He was a voice. Yeah, yeah and Qui-Gon was a voice, too. Yeah. Anyone. Yeah, yeah, I bet. But I'm saying, like, get them to film there yeah, yeah, and yeah, be yeah. there. Yeah, I bet most of them say... And yeah. it's, just, it's just the thing of, like... Hayden Christensen? I bet he says... Yeah, I'll come back and do that. I think if I think honestly, the fans would enjoy him more if he did, right? Because I think that he kind of gets a bad rap because oh, he gets a terrible rap. It was just a bad time. It was. Well, he just anyway. has zero chemistry with. No, about me. Uh, can I do Milo? Of course you can. Lowe's. Oh my gosh, Duran. Milo is the fact. It's Palpatine getting down and getting busy and making babies, and then yeah. somehow. He's out there. So he's banging chicks, right? Yep. Banging chicks. And those <laughs> chicks, is it like he never gets married, obviously. We don't know. We don't know any of this. But he's he's having children. At yeah. least one yeah. that we know of. A, a boy, right? Like it was Ray's dad? Was it the boy? I don't Because I have heard both things. Okay, I don't know. He I mean, has a child. Assuming, yeah, he has a child. That child um, has no force powers whatsoever. We and is also... We don't really know that though, do we? I mean, we assume. Because if they did, why would they not be... This is the weird thing that Disney chose to do. Cater, like, why would... With, like, yeah. but, but with genetics and force is all of a sudden like... Midichlorians. Yeah. Well, yeah, but like... But cloning... You make a clone of someone, or you create someone biologically, like Snoke, and it's like, yeah, they have, they have force. I guess. It's, well, it's cool. So this was a puppet of the Emperor, dude. So you think that was the Emperor's force? Well, being used that's what him? it inferred. Okay. That, that's, like, totally not canon. Also, Speaking it inf- of Jedi powers it's inferred that, that like, Sidious has been around. I think Sidious has been around for a long <sighs> So that, that whole we're, thing we're also getting, really weird. Um, I want to keep hearing about Duran's. Banging Palpatine. Palpatine's banging. Yeah. Kid shows up. One, does he know the kid's out there? Well, so it could be that Palpatine's banging and doesn't pay attention to the... He's like... Offspring? Yeah, he's like the... So that was my thought. Is like, maybe he's banging and he's like, if one of them has the Force, I'll sense it. And I'll bring him on. Yeah. And he's banging and banging. And (laughs) none of these kids have the Force until one of them has a kid. Yeah, and then he's like, "Oh, that one's special." Yeah, but this seems so weird to me because if if Palpatine knows enough that his granddaughter has the Force, one, how would he know that? And then two, why didn't he track her down immediately? Sensed yeah. it, but who knows? This is my whole thing. Yeah, but oh, here's why: because they didn't plan on that. Yeah, I know, and that's that's my larger frustration of the film is that Palpatine shouldn't have been in it. I also love that from like day one of. Uh, the Force Awakens. People are like, "Oh, she's related to Palpatine." Yeah, but everyone was like, "It's Palpatine's daughter." Was well, that she's too young? Kind of, yeah, right. Because because think about the fact that Palpatine is older. Uh, well, <laughs> the current incarnation of Palpatine is older than Anakin. Yeah, and but uh, if he, what's the how many years has it been since Return of the Jedi? Like thirty some odd. Yeah, okay, that doesn't right. work. Because it's old enough for Kylo to grow up. To grow. Well, yeah, but like Ray and Kylo are kind of the same age. Yeah. Oh, oh that's what I'm saying. Yeah, so that's that why means, they kissed. That means that uh, Kylo is younger than like Leia. Yeah. Who's his mom? I'd hope so. <laughs> well, no, 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 no. But what I'm sorry, I guess I'm not clear about it. Uh, so the Emperor is older than Leia's father. 
The timeline on the age doesn't make sense for her to be his daughter. I think, yeah. Unless he's making babies after he dies in Return of the Jedi. Okay, yeah. Which, like, okay, that's fair then. So then they just had to say, like, okay, well, that timeline doesn't work. So he's out there slamming. Or maybe it's just a one-time love child. That doesn't make any sense to me. Him slam doesn't make sense to me. I think mm. I think it's either that he's just like what, what happened. Either he's emperor and he's just like bring me the bitches, <laughs> <laughs> and he's just like slamming all the time with the hope that like maybe one of them will pop out and be like super good with the force, and that like never happens. So he's just like ditch him. This is this is a weird Game of Thrones thing too to me. Is like why bring in? Because I had the same thought of like oh the fact that she is Palpatine's granddaughter means that. Sometime between, I assume we first meet him in episode one, and when he dies in episode six, yeah, he's banging. He's banging. What is that? And then not tracking. Palpatine not tracks. Well, no, 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 he can have that. He can, but like he's then not tracking his children in any way. Yeah, Star Wars does have that. Vader had sex. Yeah. On and they've sort of has no, no, that. I know, I know, but the problem is, is that uh, this this might be like a, a more conservative and normative way to think about this, but but that's the expectation, right? That's the expectation. Is, is it because Palpatine's ugly? Yes. <laughs> well, also, arguably, he's not and really unmarried. A, a man at the yes, he's unmarried. <laughs> Given that this is the uh, galaxy uh, where obviously Christian marriage is the most important thing. I um, yeah, but but just what I'm getting at is like it's pretty normal to have the two love interests of your story have a child. It's not very normative to have the the well, evil I guess, emperor. I guess it is normative to have that though. Right? I don't know the whole thing. I don't know. So that was Dragon's Love. Was weird. Uh, that and the just the pace too fast, too slow, or just inconsistent. Way too f- everything. Yeah, felt rushed. Yeah, everything, especially the the first. Mm, maybe Holy five minutes. Cow. The first fifteen minutes. Yep. Oh, you're like slow down, slow down, slow down. It like gets what to the end doing? of that first fifteen minutes, and it starts slowing down, and you're like, "Oh, that was episode eight. Okay, yeah. I got it." Like we just watched what JJ wished would have been episode yeah. eight. Got it. Uh, it I also didn't like some of the things they broke about Star Wars canon, like the hyperspace jumping at the beginning. Not a thing. Yeah. In fact, it's explicitly forbidden in like three of the other movies where Han Solo specifically says like, no, 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 we can't do that. Like, yeah. that's not going to work. Yeah. And then they're just like, oh, I guess Poe Dameron can just like flip it on and off and it'll be fine. And not even that they're jumping to random places in space. They're jumping in the atmosphere on different planets. Yeah. The chances what? of them doing that even one time. And how do the TIE Fighters follow them? First, well, they developed the tracking. Yeah, the tracking which was, was on a giant starter. But now it's in every ship. Uh-huh. Every Also, TIE Fighters can't use hyperspace. That, that, that was like the whole thing set up in The New Hope when Obi-Wan's like, oh, that's a medium-range aircraft. It doesn't have hyperdrive capability, right? Like, why are we breaking these rules? There's no reason to have that sequence of him jumping. Yeah, you can do that in a much different way that still has tension, that still has yeah. excitement. As a weird offshoot from this, because the movie starts with there being a mole yes. in the first order. I did like that. You liked that? Oh, I liked that it was Hux. Yeah, I was a fan. Hux was a bitch. <laughs> but to be like, what are we gonna do with Hux this movie? And it's like, oh, mm. have him yeah. be a rat. And then have him just die right away. Classic Hux. It also bothers. Classic. It also bothers me that they were able to 
uh, equip all of those Star Destroyers on the Sith planet. Oh, How? okay. Well, speaking let's, of banging, oh, man. let's talk about Milo. Even... What? Yeah. Let's what's your, what's your list? Yeah. Yeah. Sidious uh, Cid- <laughs> just conjuring Star Destroyers. What? Was Thousands that just was he just had to like think really was hard? Was that and, like, room that or, he was in full of other people? No, those were all. Do we know? We don't know. I, I'd assume they weren't real people. Those star destroyers are all fully manned. Yeah. So I think it's like what the fuck is Sith, that? Sith. Sith. Well, the Sith troopers were a thing. Those red guys. Yeah. yeah. They yeah. were from that planet. Yeah. So like, I How? think he's got a faction of. Dude, the Sith have been on Exegol like, for a while. But, but logistically, but that just, makes no that means, sense. It, that's you know exactly that why it's my that low. Means lots of Sith are banging. That's, that's what I'm saying. That's why it's my low. And no, it just means Sith have Sith no. faith. No, you know what it means? it means? It means that Star Wars is not about good versus evil. It's about Sith who banging. Can, who can bang the fastest? It's like the Sith that are was out the, banging everybody. All they tried cloning, Sith, and they said that was a bad idea. All of the Sith weren't... Those weren't all That's the true. Sith's Why weren't kids. they all clones? Those were just... That would have made way more the sense. The people who... It actually would have made... That would have been perfect. Of a lot more sense. The, people who, the people who were loyal you know to the Sith. They should have all been uh, Palpatine clones. Every yeah. single person manning every single Man, Star Destroyer what? with full force capability <laughs> should have been a Palpatine clone. I mean, it's basically what they did. Every Star Destroyer could destroy a planet, right? Like that's. Uh, so that's another low. The fact that they all had that. Every cannon hits a planet saved. Just that, just line. that escalation. Okay, that's stupid. That line was so stupid. I was uh, like, you know, a cannon can shoot more, more than one planet. <laughs> um, and then, like the Death Star was terrifying when it was the Death Star. Right? And also, then, yeah, that's another thing that I think breaks. It retcons and breaks Star Wars logic in that, like, uh, just like, oh, they can put cannons on Star Destroyers that can blow up planets. Mm -hmm. It's like, no, they had to build Death Stars. And it took them lots of time and resources. It it was was an insane endeavor to build this thing that could blow up a planet. Mm Mm-hmm. And they're just Miniaturized Death Star tech. That's another low, is that anytime something needed to happen, you'd have, like, someone say something that is like, oh, that's a thing now. Yeah. yeah. Like lines of dialogue would just make things happen. Uh, healing using the force. Uh, with the second she healed that worm, I was like, F- people are getting healed. I was like, someone's coming back. Oh, yeah, absolutely. There's no other reason to show her yeah. healing that worm. The fact that she could bring, or that Kylo could bring her back to life. Uh, also so dumb. I, I think it's funny because. <sighs> yeah, my high was all things with Kylo, even if they were kind of dumb. Dude, I, I. My high was that scene with Han. Great. I choked up real and yeah. and uh, my another high was the kiss. I don't care. So dumb. And I'm totally fine with happen. the kiss. Fine I'm, with it. I'm fine, fine with, with it, the kiss. Fine with it. Have you ever faced him with someone a lot? You want to kiss him? <laughs> no, I'm just, <sighs> just saying. <laughs> okay, just okay, sorry. Do you remember Rogue One? Yeah, I remember. And Rogue how One. refreshing it was to have they didn't a movie. kiss to have them not kiss. Yeah, where you have two main characters yeah, but they that just are die. of different but genders. But those two weren't connected the same way. Yeah, they weren't force FaceTiming. They weren't they weren't dyads in the force. They weren't connected for years on yeah. a spiritual <laughs> level. Yeah, they weren't solo and a Palpatine kicking it. Do you mean okay. two Skywalkers? Yeah. That's kind of gross when you think about it that way. Well, she's not actually Skywalker. She yeah, but to she's be a Skywalker. like, no, I'm a Skywalker. It's Maybe. like, well, he's a Skywalker. Uh, speaking of other writing That's decisions kind of that are stupid, and I'm going to stop at this one. When she, in the epilogue, she goes to Luke's homestead. Uh, oh, I forgot my line for the opening. I was going to say, three guys you never heard of. There's no blue milk in this one. <sighs> Dang it. Uh, she goes back to the homestead. You can edit. I can. Uh, she, she goes back to the homestead. She takes Luke and Leia's lightsabers. She buries them. 
Why didn't they have a 15-second montage of her making her lightsaber? I know. It looked like it came from the top of her staff. Which is awesome. Yeah. Pretty and sure it's it yellow. Yeah. But yeah. why didn't they just have like a scene of her looking over the Jedi texts? A scene of her tinkering? I know. A scene of her, like, even from behind her back, you couldn't see what she was doing. Yeah, I know. And then have her bury the lightsabers, and then you still see her, like, oh, no, I still got it. Yeah. Right? Like, I still have a lightsaber. Yeah. yeah. <sighs> I'm sorry, I'll get off. Uh, I, like oh, Dar- I like Dark Ray. It was a little ham-fisted and thrown in there, but I was like, oh, I like it. I, like I think the, I like the callbacks. The fact that they were, like, trying to make it so like, they didn't, like, what's Ray going to do? Yeah. And I liked that. Like, I wanted to take your hand. I All didn't, that stuff. I didn't know, though, that... There were two or three scenes where they hit it really hard that Ray was conflicted that she was going to be a good or a bad person. Yeah. And I didn't feel as though they gave her a reason to think she would be bad. No, they didn't. I think it's because it was ham-fisted. I mean, they showed us her kind of, like a couple times, the vis- her own visions of herself yeah. being bad. And I yeah. think that's in the last that's all she really she had. She went straight to the dark. You went straight to the dark. No, but that's that's Luke's interpretation of it. I would argue that she went straight to curiosity. Yeah, yeah, but like it's still that's still a line that was said in a movie that you could very yeah. easily argue sets up the fact. Yeah, that but oh, you're that's, you're that's quoting yeah. the Last Jedi. Yeah, which is not. Well, I I just feel that it doesn't. If if one of the central points of the not points of the movie, uh, if one of the central motivations of the movie is we don't know which way she's gonna go. Like, at any point in the movie, did you think she no, wouldn't we turn always out good? Knew. It was very predictable. That's, did did yeah. you think that, though, at the end of, or even during The Last Jedi? No. So that was one of the things that I... I never thought that was Rey wasn't going to be good. I wished. I really kind of wanted to flip. Like, have... Have Kylo go good and have Rey go bad. I yeah. would have liked that. That, that would have been, been an interesting... That would have been cool. I would have right? would have been super cool. Um, if that had been... The Last Jedi instead of... No, no, no. The, the Last Jedi sets that up. Yeah, well, I think it would have been really interesting if you take away The Last Jedi as we know it. Yeah. Toss it. And instead, that second movie is them FaceTiming a bunch. Mm-hmm. And the culmination of it is... Is Kylo essentially saying, like... Coming to the realization that he does in this movie, mm-hmm. where he's like, I, there is good in me. Yeah. No matter what I do, like it's always going to be. I love here. that line. He I know what I have the, to do. I just don't think I have the strength to do. And he can do the Han Solo show. and have, and but the I think one of the issues because now that I'm like trying yeah. to come up with how Ray turns evil is yeah. that there's no justification for her ever being evil yeah. in any of the movies. She's she's almost written to be perfectly innocent, right? Yeah, she's she's just living so her they needed, life. Somehow they needed to build that into the first movie and then. Really here's, expanded in the second movie. Here's something yeah. else about Ray that I found problematic was if you compare it to the first trilogy, mm-hmm. not the prequels, but the original. Yeah. It, every character had like a function. Yeah. And in this movie, none of the characters had a function, but Ray had every function. Yeah. Well, kind of. I, I did like Comedic the, relief. I, well, I did kind of like the first half of the movie when it was Finn... Uh, Poe Dameron. Oh man, like, I like the second half of the movie way more than the first. I feel half. like Finn and Poe don't do anything. No, but what I'm getting at is like I think that okay. One of the things I want to get into later is is how I feel the Rise of Skywalker's response to Last Jedi. Oh, it sure is. Um, one of the main complaints about Last Jedi was that it didn't. Yeah, it it pushed people out too much, and what people really wanted to see band. was was Poe and Finn hanging out together. Yeah. And so then they, they just did that. That's why they hated the Asian. 
Well, yeah. That's. I love the fact that she racist. was like, should I cut? Or and he's like, do you want to cut? And she's like, no. And so, he's like, great. Okay, we, we can get into this now. Peace. So I think that w- one of my biggest letdowns of this movie is that it shows me that a group of people can be loud enough to get what they want, and that's frustrating to me. Or JJ can just be like, uh, the first thing that you see Luke do is catch the lightsaber. I know. No, I know. This is my point. This is my point, is that people felt as though Ryan Johnson subverted fans' expectations, which I don't disagree with. I think he did. But I think that made the movie better. The fact that Snoke was the first to die, right, that it was unceremonious and it was instant, subverts a lot of people's... I don't even want to call them fan theories. Uh, online speculation yeah. about what's going to happen with Snoke. And he's immediately addressing them by saying Snoke doesn't matter. Yeah. And I feel as though what happened because of Ryan Johnson potentially poking... The bear? I don't even want to call it a bear because I think it's a lot more... Insidious? Of a, no, I think it's a lot more of a minority than oh, yeah. what it actually is appearing to be. This is just a reaction to capitulate to those people. I think that there was... I'm going to take out my... I'm already wearing my Jedi cloak, but I'm going to take out my foil hat and put on my conspiracy hat. Okay. I think that there was a group of Star Wars fans who didn't like Rise of... Nope. Last Jedi. Which I think is fair. I think that that there were other people that co-opted that... uh, That anger and then forced it to be something else. For example, pushing Kelly Marie Tran out of the narrative. Yeah. I think that's shameful at the end of the day. Right, that you have a character that was set up to be one of the main supporting characters, and you just ignore her because a couple of people said super racist, super misogynistic things well, about her. No, they ignored her because she had to stay back and study the Death Star plans. No, but my point, my point being that that's like that. That's just listening to people who are choosing to be nefarious. That's listening to the general Leia. Honestly, okay, you're you're joking. I'm I, trying to be serious. I, right think it's, like, I think it's difficult because, like, you saying the Asian makes me upset because what that is is feeding into the people that are no, being dicks about I it. Agree and you are you were trying to joke. I think, of course, but everything it's I being, say is a joke. It, well, no, 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 not but, everything. Nah, not everything you say is a joke, right? But what I'm getting at is that's extremely racist, and that's yeah, ex- well, that is the problem is treating her. Like she's not one of the characters in the film, but well, I feel she wasn't like, ignored because of her race. She was ignored because everyone just had a. No, 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 no! Not everyone. This is my problem. I think that a no, loud yeah, right. group of people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not even gonna say minority. That's a good point. I'm not gonna say majority because I don't have any data to back that yeah, up. Yeah, that's a good point. My personal feelings is a minority, but I don't have anything to say. Yeah, that. that's a good point. A group of people were loud, and so that makes me upset. That if I would have been louder after the rise or after. Last Jedi. If yeah. I would have been louder, would this movie have been better? Different. But yeah. I don't know. I don't know if you give Rose more screen time if it makes the movie any better. Oh, I think that she it's, needed to have been written into it. Yeah, I also. But think I also like because another. I mean, a, I don't think that Finn or Poe progressed the story much. I agree. So you add more. But I, I don't know if that's. I don't know if that's a fault of their character. I think that's a fault of the story. And I'm saying that the story should have included her, and it also should have included Finn and Poe in a more yeah. meaningful way. I mean, I think you might be right in that the reason it didn't include her was because of, you know, this vocal yeah. again, presence. But it might have also been... Yeah, I appreciate yeah. it. I have no data to back that up. It might have also been that they very clearly tried to fit way, way, way too much into this movie. Mm-hmm. And so they had to make cuts somewhere. So that means that tertiary characters yeah. from well, the first and second... But then why introduce... 
those new ones. Yeah, characters. It, that's my big thing. Like the 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 horse gal. Yeah, and the, then the uh, Pose X yep. Flame. The I mean Pose oh, X Flame is that's just a that's fine. It's, that's a Star Wars thing of well, having. Like, it was that whole thing was super annoying and dumb that she yeah, shows up my, and she has my, a key. You know the. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I think the Rose thing is one example, though, of I think JJ basically making half the movie a response to oh, Last yeah. Jedi. Yeah, for example, right? So think about speaking of Poe and Finn, right? What happens during the last act? They become the general. Think yeah. about that in response to The Last Jedi, right? That was one of the people's complaints was wait, 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 why do we have this General Haldo person? Why did you introduce this new person that has dominion over Poe, right? So now all of a sudden we're going to get rid of all of the structure and then just give Poe and Finn the co-generalship, even though that makes no sense strategically to give your best pilot, and I don't know what Finn is, right? Give them the command of your forces when they are the ones who are on the front lines doing the fighting? Like, that doesn't work. Yeah. Yeah. That's dumb. I think, yeah. And that's just a response to people who complained about Haldo. Also, do you guys catch the throwaway line about the Haldo maneuver? Uh, yeah. Where someone's like, why don't we just do a Haldo maneuver? And they're like, oh, that's one in a million. It'd never work. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I'm okay yeah. with that one. Right? I think I think it's really hard to not see all the different scenes in this movie that are just a slap in the face. Yeah. To the last Jedi. It's just lame. Which, I again, it goes back to you don't have that weird like competition between the two films if you from the beginning keep everyone on the same page well and if from the beginning because i'll even say like if that was what happened which was that ryan johnson was paying attention to the online discourse and he intentionally made this is something that people have claimed about the last shot that he intentionally made a movie to subvert fans if that's true he shouldn't have done that right that's not how you make a good movie but the same can be said about this which is just taking that group of fans' opinions and then just saying, okay, great, we're going to run with that. We're just going to retcon everything that happened. Yeah. Don't worry. This is just fan service, everyone. It'll all be over soon. I mean, this movie had a ton of fan service in it. Yeah, which I think is okay. I think it's okay, but I also, in a movie that's already too full of too many things, Mm -hmm. to just be like, guys, we brought Lando back. Yeah, who can't walk in real life. It's like, don't... really walk. You're so negative about these people. Oh, I'm just saying facts. Yeah, that was a thing. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, fan service makes sense when it actually fits in. Mm-hmm. When you try to cram more of it in where you can fit it, it just yeah. I really didn't have an movie. issue with any of the fan service. I did have an issue with, like, the... Oh, the dagger. The ancient Sith dagger <laughs> outlined perfectly matching the 40, 50-year-old wreckage. I was like, huh, but I got over uh-huh. it. Uh-huh. Uh, but I was like, oh, that was man. pretty rough. Yeah, that was pretty bad. Yeah. I was like, oh no. <laughs> uh, but I'm with Scott though, because at the end, like, we can sit here and critique all day long. We even even talked about how overpowered Ray is. We've mentioned it, but like, I at the end, I was like, I had a good time. I mean, that movie. Adam Driver crushes it. Yeah, yeah, he does. Well, I think overall the acting was fine all around that's the thing i, I love all the like, any... actors and all the characters i just don't like what they did with any of the characters besides a few like daisy's yeah. great as ray yeah. poe and and finn are great they're just their stories and what they do just isn't yeah just kinda, yeah. yeah 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 
But like, I think that Ray and Kylo, yeah. I thought were great. If you if they had been forced to slow it all down and you had more time in each scene mm-hmm. to really feel like to question like why is this happening, this it wouldn't have been as good of a movie. But yeah, because it I was think, so fast paced, you were yeah, just like, that's, okay, let's keep yeah, moving. Yeah. That's very much how I felt throughout it. Is like I don't really know exactly how I feel about this yet because it's going so fast. Yeah, yeah, but I can't really keep track of everything. Yeah. I want to see it again. I'm going to see it again. Yeah. Yeah, well, that's that's why I give it a thumbs up. Ultimately, is that I think that uh, it's fine as a movie, right? My critiques of it are more that it's annoying because it is the bookend of a nine movie series, and that I don't think it does a lot for the other eight movies in the series. Yeah, that's more my. That's yeah. why I went middle because it made me like the first two less because it just didn't make sense. Yeah, uh, but yeah, but, but I think standalone, it. it's fine. Like I don't, I don't see people getting excited about watching like these three new movies, the three this trilogy, like as a watch party. I don't think that's a thing that people are going to be as excited about as maybe as like the original. I I still think as much I don't as, think they flow super well. Yeah, but but a new hope is pretty bad. Have <laughs> like you watched New Hope in the last like five years? Yeah, and that's like it's. I got crusty. into this conversation with someone, the new version, maybe especially. over yeah. winter break about how um, even like A New Hope, like even Return of the Jedi and mm-hmm. Empire Strikes Back, like if you just have someone that's like our age who's never watched any Star Wars, and you just are like, "Hey, watch this movie critically," and it, they sit down and they watch A New Hope, they're gonna go like. Well, that's kind of hokey and lame. slow <laughs> and slow. And yeah. even with like Empire Strikes Back, I'm sure that they're mm-hmm. like, this isn't like anything special. And it's a lot of it is because they were doing things with those movies that yeah, other yeah. film yeah. and and t- television, everything yeah. have like stood on the shoulders of. Yeah. Um, I think that's very true. And I, th- I think that that's as someone who talks a lot about rejecting nostalgia, I think that's a major critique of the fandom that I like a lot is that. They don't really hold up that great. No, but that's a lot. I mean, those movies came out in the 80s, seven, late 70s. 70s. Yeah, late 70s, early 80s. Early 80s. Yeah. You take any movie from back yeah. then and you try to compare it to like a good movie that's made today. Yeah. Unless you view it through the lens of what were they, where did, how did they come up yeah. with this? What's it based on? Like yeah. what tools did they have at the time? Then yeah, you're not going to. Yeah. Yoda's insane in Empire Strikes Back. How so? I mean, yeah. He's he a is. crazy little... When oh, you yeah. first meet him, you're just like, what is yeah. this? And I love it. Yeah. I'd watch any of these new ones. Oh, I like Revenge of the Sith, but I was going to say over the prequels. Except for I'm going to watch Duel of the Fates once every two weeks on YouTube till I die. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, Phantom Menace is good because the Padres and Duel of the Fates. Yeah, that's I it. think... Uh, yeah. yeah. I don't think they're going to do it. But I think that if someone who, if Disney was smart and they found someone who really cares about Star Wars and they handed them the reins to say remake the original trilogy, that there's oh, like yeah. there's a fantastic Ooh. story there. Oh Ooh. yeah, yeah. Interesting. But I, I don't think they would. I'm not sure they would, but like I. This brings same with same with the prequels. Like same oh, thing. Like I feel those. like the biggest issue that like. At least the prequels and this trilogy have are the creators behind them just missed the mark. Mm-hmm. Well, I think even though you, they had everything they needed, I think what you said is actually interesting, which is you said that if Disney could get someone who cared about Star Wars, and now I'm thinking about does J.J. Abrams care about Star Wars? And I think from Force Awakens, I'd say yeah. Like I think Force Awakens is 
given that it was such a safe bet because of how similar it was to especially A New Hope, I think that you can say that he is, and I think that, well, I don't really know what happened with this one, right, in terms of... Yeah. Well, I think they let the second one get away from him. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, what are your thoughts on it not being a sci-fi movie? Oh, by the way, we'll come back to how we want to rank Star Wars for the recommendations. Yeah. We'll Um, come back to that. Because, I mean, I had no thought of this before you brought it up at the beginning of our recording here. Um, I don't... I feel like sci-fi anymore is needs to be more like science-y, mm. right? Sure. There isn't science in this. They tried once and it was terrible with the midichlorians. Yes. They're just like, there is, I mean, you're in space yeah. and there's like monsters yeah, lasers and, and, spaceships and, and aliens yeah. and things like that. But like, there's, it's so detached from any like actual science yeah. that it's like, it's fantasy. It's not... Yeah, you can't even that. like you can't really even get close to it being like yeah, grounded yeah. in any science. Because I'm thinking to like uh, Arrival. Yeah. And I, would you classify that as science fiction? Yeah. Yeah. But like you said, it's based in like there is still some aspect of like fiction? our understanding of the world. There's oh, an understanding science. of the future. There's an understanding of like A blending of both. Like how yeah. we how we use our worldview to look at it, and we can't really do that with Star Wars because it's so removed. I think with which, the which is not an original argument either. A lot of people have argued that Star Wars is a fantasy, not a sci-fi, right? A so space it, opera. Well, yeah, yeah. But space I, opera implies sci-fi still. Does it? Uh, I don't know. Maybe I want to see. I want to see what like Dune is categorized as yeah. when it finally, when it comes out. Yeah, um, but I think it's reasonable. To what is in a name? <laughs> I think it's reasonable to suggest that this is as much of a fantasy, a pure fantasy, as Lord of the Rings is. Yeah, in the context of yeah, we don't have. I was about to say we don't have magic with just force. because yeah yeah we we just have it in a setting which is not old. It's a new well, setting, exactly. Like a future setting. It is old. Yeah, whatever. It's just a single boom, a boom. single a long fragment, time ago. A single long fragment. Time how long's a long ago. time ago? Doesn't matter. Also, how far away is far away? Oh, far, far away. But it's far, far away. <laughs> oh, so it's it's so double. It's double. Uh, <laughs> highs? Other highs? I mean, Adam Driver, so good. I liked the action sequences. Um, the space battle at the end I was slightly let down by. Uh, I was too. I thought the last Jedi had a better space fight. Uh, on the uh, ground. Can we talk about the big lightning EMP thing? Yeah. It's just like so. I, I break the game. Well, yeah, but I think a little. Uh, one one thing to peel back for a sec though is that a lot of people in the now legacy stories is in the the extended universe before Disney bought it. Uh, one of the things was that the Emperor was holding the Empire together, and so the death of the Emperor is what caused the collapse of the Empire. Now. We see that Disney has gone a different tact with that. Disney suggests that you know there can be warlords that are still Imperials, right? The Mandalorians kind of outline that. But originally, the whole thing was that like there was something about the Force that the Emperor was using to specifically like fuel, which is a weird word, but to to enable the industrial complex that was the Empire. Right? I mean, that makes sense when you talk about creating and manning thousands of yeah, star destroyers that that's still I'm tired of that right but but the fact that he could shoot it came out of the earth i know uh, it's like stick a pikachu it with was the, yeah, with yeah. the pokemon that just can we, up. do you think jedi can just force create different elements and materials no. then 
Did the last? Did the Rise Southern of Skywalker? Has it, you tell me that all of the different materials needed to make all of Dream, the I also Star didn't like this part. I don't know why here's you're what, picking up me about it. I agree. What, it's frustrating. Here's what. How did Sauron feed all the orcs? No. Here's what. That's a good they point. went into the forest and cut down the trees. That's right. Here's also. Do orcs need food? No, they don't. They well, man flesh. <laughs> they <laughs> obviously eat. Yeah. Here's my here's my question. They do. They get in that fight over the yeah, no, here's my goblins and here's then they my, eat the here's goblins. My we'll talk about this for a moment. I've got a question, guys. <laughs> do orcs have sex? No. Are they banging? They don't. Yes. No, they reproduce in the sacks. Well, the, the uruk do. Those are uruk do the orcs. I assume they're created in a similar fashion. No, they're not. Do, do you think orcs are banging? Yeah. Are elves banging? You play WoW, dude. That's, That's different. Way different work. <laughs> here's my question, guys. But edit that out. Edit this in. Did the rise of Skywalker negate Anakin's sacrifice? That's a good question. Did it make the original trilogy just... Yeah, a little you know? bit. I think the counter to it is to suggest that Anakin's turn led to Kylo being born, which led to the and, Emperor ultimately being well, overthrown. It didn't lead to Rey being born, because Palpatine took care of that. Yeah, but you could suggest that she wouldn't have become what she was without Kylo. Yeah. That's a stretch. I also think it's a stretch to say that, hey, Rey, this is the big bad boss fight at the end. By the way, if you kill me, then I get to possess you. Yeah. What? Yeah, come strike me down and my spirit will flow into you. It's supposed to be if she kills him in, like, anger. If she kills him with the intent, with through anger, through darkness. Yeah, but how come the Emperor didn't possess Darth Vader? Because he didn't Vader, think he needed to. Uh, Dude, because he was planning this the entire well, time. Also, because he didn't this, die. The, <laughs> the, the problem, well, yeah. Star Wars has. We a, have no idea Star if he Wars, dies. Star Wars has a Game of Thrones problem where they just bring people back from the dead. Because it's like, like. You can't do that. There's is, no stakes anymore. Is the guy on. No what? one's ever really gone. Is the guy who's on, what's the planet called? Exegol. Exegol. Is that version of Palpatine the one that is in the original trilogy? I think it's like a Lord Voldemort situation. Yeah. It's the spirit of him. Super strange. He's the most, he's the strongest Sith ever. Is he the Sith? Is he the Sith? I think it is. Is Plagueis strongest? Is he he like literally thousands of years old and he's just just cloning himself and sending himself out to do these different things? There was a healthy body of work that they decided to just delete that explained all of this. And I know that there's been novelizations and comics that have delved into this. I just have not taken the time to read that. Uh, But the whole point was that even Darth Plagueis couldn't bring back people from the dead. Didn't uh, they had a conversation about this in Rise of the Sith, Revenge of the Sith, sitting in that play in the in the yeah, Darth Vader's the Wise. Have you been on the internet ever? Yeah, it's just a very big meme. Is yeah, let me tell you the story of Darth Plagueis the Wise. Yeah, um, no, like my frustration is that in a similar way in which they said, "Oh, great, Star Destroyers get planet killing blasters." Such as the fact that the Emperor can't just live forever. Right? Like, that, that's just an escalation that, of powers that yeah, is just absurd. The movie right? made like, me ask these questions. I didn't want to ask these. Also, to get back to the healing power. Yeah. It's like, yep, the the strongest Sith and, and Jedi could never do this. And then Rey's just like, uh-oh. 
I didn't mean to stab him. And she, she just heals because she's Kylo. OP, dude. But then Kylo heals her because he's. Well, do you think that's just because they're a dyad in the he's force? A dyad oh, in the force. Do you think they could only heal each other? No, because she healed the snake. So she no, somehow is Kylo the snake. She somehow has this force power that. Well, also Kylo does, but he doesn't know he has it. Yeah. Uh, to me, when I walked out of this, I was like, oh, this is Disney Presents Marvel's The Endgame Star Wars version. A Star Wars story. Like, it just felt very similar to the kind of things we complained about with Endgame. And that, like, drastic escalation of powers, uh, a lack of connectivity with the rest of the films. Right? Well, There's I, liked, I liked Endgame more than this. Well, I think, though, what David suggests is a little bit interesting if we twist a little bit and say, does this form a good end to the saga, right? David's question of, like, does this invalidate Darth Vader's sacrifice is important because, again, a purist's view of Star Wars is that it's about Anakin. And so everything in this film, in that frame, is about Anakin still. So does this form a bookend to the larger narrative? Even if we didn't like some of the minutiae of how they did it, right? I, uh, I think in a cheap way, yeah. <sighs> I mean, the I original three people all died, right? Leia, Han, and Luke all ate it. Yeah. <laughs> well, took the dirt nap. Yeah. Well, Chewie's still alive. <laughs> You're right. Chewie is still alive. Okay, let's talk about that fake out death. Dumb. Yeah, which, and which it lasted three and a half minutes. Oh, Chewie's fake out death. Do you wish death. that it would have been longer? If they're gonna do it, yeah. If you're gonna, if you're it was gonna so even. I did not think just go all the way. Because what does him not dying give you? Did anyone here think that he was actually dead? Yeah, I did. Oh, okay. I thought it well, because in my mind I was like, okay, this is how this movie's gonna go. We're just gonna kill oh, off everyone. It's just gonna get cool. dark. Yeah. Yeah. And then it didn't. Can we also talk about how the emperor laughed? Because I wanted more of it. Well, okay, sorry. I'm he was like, so over the top. No, but the, really the killing off people, uh, right? Because we also kill off C-3PO. Yeah. Even though we kind of brought him back. Uh, yeah, no, he's not dead at all. Same, I mean, same situation. Yeah. Where it's like, nope, we're killing off another original yeah. character. And then they, but for those two, for whatever reason, they were like, back. they backtracked. I don't know yeah. why. There's some interesting speculation online about how if 3PO was backed up to a version before the events of A New Hope. If, like, R2-D2's backups of C-3PO were from pre-A uh, New Hope and what that would have meant for... It's just interesting. Um, yeah, I think the... Oh, 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 oh. Also, since when can people understand all of the droids? That's a thing that hasn't happened up until now. In fact, in Empire Strikes Back, Luke and R2 go on their little adventure to Dagobah, and he has to have an interpreter in his... X-Wing that tells him what R2-D2 is saying. Like, Luke can't just listen to droids beep yeah. and know what they are. Yeah. This movie, every person was like, oh, R2, oh, BB-8, yeah. good to see you. What? They did that? Yeah. No way, right? That's not... That doesn't happen. That's why C-3PO exists. Yeah. He exists to be the interpreter between That's droids. That's one of and... the things uh, in the last episode of Mandalorian. Yeah. They deal with a droid, and they're just like, what? Can anyone understand this droid? Yeah. Does anyone know? Yeah. Um, to get back to your greater question, yeah. does this book end yeah. Star Wars? I think the only reason that people resoundingly are like, yep, we're good, is because they... I'm not sure it's resounding. I think that like the average fan is like, yep, story's tied up. It's good. And it's because 
they were they brought back Palpatine and created just oh I think that goes back sorry I think that goes back to my thing that I think that the the people who were saying that Last Jedi sucks are the same people that are stoked about Palpatine coming back maybe I and, and that's a wide brush and I have no data to back that up I'm just yeah. suggesting I think those are the kinds of people who are who are saying like we want Snoke to be the new Emperor. What J.J. Abrams is saying is, well, it doesn't matter because the Emperor's behind it anyway. Even though there was zero, zero threads of yeah. the Emperor being around in Force Awakens and yeah, Last I Jedi. just think yeah, the only they backed themselves into a corner yeah. with this one. That's why they brought back Palpatine, and that's I feel like part of the reason why people probably have a feeling of all right, yeah, they finished it, yeah, because they brought back old villains. And got rid of him, even though he got, was gotten rid of. Yeah, which leads to the forty years obvious ago. question: of, Is he really gone? Yeah, no is one's there, ever is there just really gone. No one's ever really gone. <laughs> Burn it down. Um. Yeah, I just. I liked the force interface where Kylo and Ray could actually do things. Where they can cool. hand stuff off. That was, that was cool. awesome. I like that too. I like that too. Also, the part where Kylo's like, "Oh, she's in my quarters because I can see Darth Vader's helmet." Yeah. Like, I also like that kind of as a narrative yep. device. Yeah. I, yeah. I, they checked off enough boxes at the end for it to be like, yeah, I guess it's, it's done. Yeah. yeah. I mean, the bad guy's gone, theoretically. They blew up his house. <laughs> um, <laughs> Apparently, they still took out all the Star Stars. Yeah. I still don't understand how all the Every Star Every cannon blasted a planet saved. I don't know how you have thousands of Star Destroyers just getting mopped up by they yeah. can only shoot a piece of junks out of, uh, in the sky. all answered the call this time? Because J.J. Yeah. Abrams directed it. Well, because Lando went out there. Yeah, that's right. Apparently there was <laughs> Lando, some... Lando and... <laughs> he's just... People he's, are dying. He's just, and Lando's oh, just like, ha-ha, chewy. And you're just like, what are you... What? Oh, I loved it. Yeah. Since the tone. I love yeah. Dementia Lando. Oh... I kind of like Lando. Not I that do part. too. I like him in the first. He has dementia. Seconds. Oh man, he is not doing. You see interviews with him yeah. for this, and he's just not, not That's, doing well. How much did Harrison Ford make in this movie? I don't know. You've already said that. I'm so curious. How much do you think? Ten million dollars. What? No, not even. No. Too high. Too low. Way too high. What? Nope. He hates Star Wars, dude. Doesn't matter. He showed up to one day of shooting. Uh, yep. I don't think oh, he's like And I'm sure followers. they were like, hey, the scene was for Fine. Carrie. Fine. $1 million and 0.05% of everything ever ever happens. I mean, he's already gotten <laughs> yeah, you're right. a percentage of these movies. <laughs> that, that's why I don't think it's very fair for him to hate Star Wars. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> he can be done with Star Wars. Yeah. I get that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I don't think he can hate Star Wars. All right. Uh, what I was going to do is where would you put this in your ranking of 11 Star Wars movies? That's smart. And if you wanna if you wanna subdivide it, where would you put it in the new trilogy? Oh, and then where would you put it overall? That's the, so the hardest question is new trilogy. That's tough for me. I would go overall. See, I want to watch this one more time before I say. Yeah, it. that's fair. This is preliminary. Uh, preliminary. Because I, I thought the same thing about Last Jedi. I was like, I don't know how I feel about this until I watch it again. And I watched it again. I was like, oh yeah, I like this. Yeah, yeah. So, um, so episode one is below it, but <laughs> Duel of the Fates is above it. Um, Attack of the Clones is below it. 
Revenge of the Sith is... You're going to come back to that one. I'd watch this before I watch New Hope. Empire is above it. Return of the Jedi is below it. So, like, middle? High middle, maybe? Just because a lot of the Star Wars movies aren't good. Uh, if you guys didn't know that. I disagree. <laughs> uh, would you watch this before... Like, where would you put this in comparison, like, Rogue One and Solo? Oh. Because you said you watched Solo again. I watched Solo it. again, and it, it was way better than I remember it. When I left the theater, I was like, hmm, mediocre, forgetable. And then I watched yeah, it again, and I was like, how I felt this is... I, it. I watched it again, and I was like, man, this is a tight little movie. I liked it. Yeah. Um, I started writing them out, and I got stuck. Uh, so I think... Trans button, button in. Um, I think I go... Empire is top, and then I go Return of the Jedi, and then I go Rogue One. And then I go... Uh, that's supposed to be a four. New Hope, and then I kind of get lost. You you put New Hope above Revenge of the Sith? No, nope. Force Awakens. Force Awakens and Last Jedi. Yeah, Ooh, I wow. think so. You want to watch that purely, movie again? <laughs> yeah, be my guest. Yeah. Purely because of like the feelings of it. Like I could yeah, I could yeah, easily sit and watch that movie and just enjoy it. That's fair. Because of what it means yeah. to uh, me. fall asleep. I get that. I did last time. Yeah, um, for sure. After that, then yeah, then you get into Revenge of the Sith, and I don't even know how I rank. See, this is this so this is uh, this is paradoxical because this movie coming out makes me rank Force and Je- Last Jedi lower. But the only reason they're lower is because of this movie, so I can't put this movie above them. But it is above them because it made me like them less. I'm well, so confused. You, you can still like them a little bit less, but still not have them be lower than this, right? Yeah, I think I go. F- I just love Kylo so much in this movie, though. He's good. Yeah. I, I love the Kylo arc in this. I think someone's going to do a Kylo super a Kylo. You know what? Yeah, I think I, I think number awesome. five would be Rise of Skywalker for me. Number five. Fifth down. Fifth down. Above Force Awakens, though. Yeah. And above I'm Last Jedi. I'm not a big fan of either of them. Okay. David? I, just because the novelty, I'd put it above the other two. Yeah. Because I just, I've seen The Last Jedi four times. And I've seen The Force Awakens three. Yeah. So novelty puts it above them. Although I think after all is settled and done, I think it'll still land above Force Awakens just because I love Kylo. Yeah. I love the shots of him and his, where his helmet's just like, it looks like he's just like this. <laughs> so. uh, I, I think that overall, what they did with Kylo was a lot more interesting than what they did with Luke or Vader. Yeah. Yes. Like I, I think looking at Luke over the course of the original trilogy is kind of eh, but like looking at Kylo and Rey both over the course of this trilogy, I'm I'm pretty yeah. Happy I think with that. I think Kylo's arc. See, if you're talking about single character arcs in yeah. any of the trilogies, I think Kylo's arc is the best one. Yeah. Because even Anakin, like, he's a whiny little yeah douche, and then he gets confused. And hits himself in his own confusion. And then becomes a bad guy. Doesn't take the high ground. But from my perspective, the Jedi are evil. <laughs> becomes becomes Darth Vader, which like that I guess that like kind of arc and then his redemption, like yeah. but that's over two trilogies that he gets to do all that. Yeah. Right? Well and I would argue that you don't see any development of his character in the I original hope. trilogy. Yeah. Not really, no. Until he's redeemed at the end. Yeah. Which is more Luke than it is Vader. Yeah. But yeah. Um, versus Kylo like has such an like a great arc. And yeah. there's no I don't think there's any moments during his 
during Kylo's arc where I'm just like, Ugh. where would you put it? I would put it 50 percentile in the middle. Gotcha. In this trilogy, I put it below the other two. I like Last Jedi a lot. And I like Force Awakens a lot. I think I would put it below Empire Strikes Back and Return of the Jedi. I think I would still put this, though, above the prequels. Do you put it above Rogue One? Yeah, I think so. Man. Even though I liked Rogue One. I, I thought Rogue One was good. Rogue One's in my top three. Yeah. I like Rogue One a lot. I, I don't mean, have any issue with it. Yeah, I'm a big fan of Rogue One. But when I'm thinking about, like, which would I rather watch again, which I know we're trying to move away from that recommendations, I would still watch this Oh, that's one. one of my key... Well, one of my key things is, like... What, do I see myself wanting to watch this movie again? Yeah. I think in the short term, I want to watch this more now than I did want to watch Rogue th- One right after I watched Rogue One. Uh, if Me I too. had to choose between watching Rogue One right now and watching Rise of Skywalker again, yeah. Rogue One, 100%. To be fair, Rogue One has a much simpler story, right? There's not as much going on. You can follow it. One, one of my things... Yeah. One of my things... What's that? I am one with the Force. The Force is with me. I think it's just such... I think it's good too, it's right? So I'm, good. I'm not trying to bash Rogue One. Uh... I'm between you two. Yeah. Lower. I'm also lower on Return of the Jedi than you two. Yeah. This I um yeah. The throne room scene and the opening scene, great, but like Jabba's hut. Jabba's hut. Jabba's hut, dude. Jabba's hut. It's but he, he's a Luke's great. Hut. But Leia and Han? Yeah. It's like you got to get into a bunker? Yeah, but Han has his redemption. He's he's owning up to his moral calling in life to lead the did, rebellious. Did scrappy. Kylo say I love you, Dad? And did he say I know? I think so, yeah. Yeah. I think so. I probably couldn't be here because of the rain. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, do you guys think this is a good movie for Star Wars fans? Yeah. How about, to rephrase the question, do you think that this should be liked by Star Wars fans or do you think most Star Wars fans are not going to like it? I think it should be liked by Star Wars fans. Okay. Even though they... Oh no! Audience fans gave it high. Yeah, audience. I it's almost ninety percent. Sure, it's one of those things. I, I have a hard time articulating. Like, yeah, it closes the loop, yeah. finishes off the story arc. I just don't. By the time we got to the end, I wasn't. I didn't like the story arc. Yeah. So like, yeah, it finished everything. It's all good now. But would your parents watch it, or would you recommend that your parents watch it? Uh, I mean, my dad's a Star Wars fan. So, um, my parents won't watch it. I think my mom. They don't, they don't have an interest. My mom's also interested in it because it's. I mean, she's seen all the movies, so mm-hmm. she's probably going to see. Yeah, both my parents would as well. Same thing. One of their first dates was seeing Empire Strikes Back. Oh wow! Yeah, my parents just often interested in the new trilogy. Yeah, they like the old one. They're fine. Cool. Anything else we got to say about Rise of Skywalker? Um, do you want them to make more movies in the Star Wars universe? Yeah. Yes. Because of Solo and Rogue One. Okay. I think both of those answered that question I, for me. Yeah. I think one of the reasons I don't like Solo is that I don't like that it's supposed to be Han, right? I don't like that it's a story about Han that kind of changes who Han is in the trilogies. Oh, because it makes him a little softer? It just changes who he is yeah. in, like, not necessarily a building kind of way for me i don't know so yeah but ignoring uh, ignoring the movie adaptations of them that's kind of like the hobbit and lord of the rings right? oh yeah i hate the hobbit movies <laughs> not yeah. th- i said ignoring the movies i'm saying oh, from, a, from a story standpoint right? um kind of like it's it's filling out uh, but it's not bilbo's backstory yeah but bilbo's not important in lord of the rings that's true 
Um, like if they did a story, if they did a Star Wars offshoot movie of someone who's like tertiary to one of the main characters. Well, yeah, that's right? kind of a weird thing. Is like Han Solo kind of is. If you if you look at just A New Hope, he yeah. is. But yeah, you, you can't really say that with Empire Strikes Back. And like they're talking about either doing an Obi Wan movie or show. Mm-hmm. I don't know. With Ewan McGregor. That. Yeah, I don't know about yeah. that. Jesus. Jesus Christo. Um. I don't know. Yeah, I like the Star Wars universe. Yeah. If they keep pumping out movies similar to Rogue One, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Cool. I think Rogue One did a cool thing, which is take a different tone and go with it. That's a lot more of like an old school feeling in a war film, as opposed to a space opera or a heist, which is kind of like what Solo is. Western heist. Yeah. yeah. What about you, Dave? Do you want them to make more? I do want to make them. I want them to make more. Uh, for all my critiques of the Mandalorian, I enjoyed it. I like that character. Um, I also think they're making really lazy writing choices in the Mandalorian. Oh yeah, it's insane. Uh, as, yeah. as a side note, the prison episode was dumb. Yep. Oh yeah. Like the whole thing was just dumb. It's like everything after the third episode. Yeah, one, two, three are the best. One, two, three are really, really good. Uh, and then, or at least one and two. I would say one and two are really good. There's some things in there that are annoying to me, like the Jawas. Just as a, as a Star Wars fan, that's just it's weird. Sand crawlers are not made for Jawas. Jawas just like co-opted sand crawlers, and so it bothers me that the sand crawler they showed was like Jawa sized. Oh, but again, that's pretty pedantic and yeah. Nerdy. I don't know. I I feel like. Yeah, I feel like it dropped off hard. Oh yeah, I I was human actors in there. I was pretty cool with it until it got to that human actors that prison one. I was like, "Mm, this is yeah, whatever. I I, uh, I'm excited they're making it. I wish that Disney would calm down a little bit. Like Disney has already made their money back, so I I want them to not care as much about Star Wars because I I feel as though like let the people who really want to do stuff with it do it. Don't push. Yeah, because I think the production. Ryan's right. trilogies put on hold slash canceled. Yeah. And DB and D. D and D, yeah. D and D's stuff's put on hold. I hope they should not be allowed <laughs> to write anything ever again. Well, yeah. Uh, and my frustration is that, like Duran said, right? Like all of these choices they're making, they're not making because these are Star Wars fans trying to make Star Wars movies. They're people who are wanting to get their finger in that pie. And that just, that's not. It's not helpful. Other media. Other media. I've got mine. Duran, what do you got? The Witcher. The show? Yes. Please describe to me the... the, I'm out of the loop on this because I've seen a lot of people talking about it. Uh, Both positively and negatively. Yeah, I think um, the negative reviews that I have heard are from people that are not watching it carefully. Yeah. I mean, it's kind of... You get into it. And I think people also want to compare it to Game of Thrones. Yeah. And it's like... Style the theme. It's medieval fantasy. Yeah. Um, One, like, budget's way lower. So, like, special effects and those types of things just aren't of the same quality as, like, later seasons of Game of Thrones. So, like, that's not going to be as good. It's also, like, it's... While it is something that you have to pay attention to because there's a lot of, like, little details, some of the dialogue and stuff is, like, kind of corny. Yeah. Um, but that follows well with the books and the games where like they're, the characters aren't all eloquent. Yeah. Like they're not all Game of Thrones characters that are, you know, super intelligent mm-hmm. world spies. Mm-hmm. 
extravaganza, whatever. Um, Super intelligent world spy extravaganzas. Yeah. That's like... Are they, did they release the whole series? Yeah. It's all uh, out. Season one? Yeah. How many episodes? Eight episodes. They're all one hour long. I'm probably not watching it. Yeah. Um, it's... Yeah. If you're going to watch it, sit down and watch it. Yeah. Don't try to do other stuff while you do it. Okay. I cool. think it's really good. Cool. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, The Witcher. Cool. Soundtrack's also pretty good. The other media. Drinking water more. Feeling better. Uh Oh, 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 oh. Don't... There's a... Yes. Documentary series, and it's called... Don't, don't Fuck With Cats? Yes. Did you watch it? I watched a little bit of it. I don't like it. It scares me. Insane. It, and then I just ooh. got the download from Maddie. She finished it, and she once just gave you, me the download. Once you pass the first... There's three episodes. Once you pass the first episode, it's not... It's not good. It's not fun. No, no, no. It's not really bad in terms of... Because the first episode, the first like 20 minutes, it's very graphic. They don't show you the whole video, but they show you enough that I was uncomfortable, and Gwen almost walked away. Yeah. It was pretty rough. Uh, no, well, the end of it is insane. I don't like it more because I think that it should have been an hour-long documentary that they stretched into being three hours. And they had this... Sorry, we're getting ahead of ourselves. The documentary, I was going to talk about this potentially too, is called Don't, don't Fuck With Cats. It's a story of some internet activists who tried to track down a person who was killing animals on camera. Yep, and posting the videos. And posting the videos, and then eventually the, that same person killed a person on camera. Yep. Uh, and then he was eventually caught by the police. The problem is that the documentary makes no effort to show you that the original people they're talking about have any connection to the police. In fact, in the episode, they talk about the fact that the police solved the whole thing without the help of these other people it's just a little weird to spend like an hour and a half of my time building up this narrative that's about to be like oh and these people cracked it wide open but in fact they didn't and it was kind of like I they kind it, of spurred okay. there's a lot of interplay though with him and the group yeah yeah but that's like interviewing his neighbor and his neighbor being like yeah he's a weird guy yeah right they just they they he kind of like it. messed with them though a yeah lot. they did yeah. but they they framed it as if like this internet they group were gonna yeah they figured did. it out yeah and they didn't so my, because I didn't watch it, but I did watch like the trailer for it, I guess. Yeah. Um, and one of my big hesitations was, oh man, this is going to get people thinking like that they can get on the internet and solve crimes, which has not worked yeah, out in the past. They, they kind of address that in a weird way. And one of the other things I didn't really like about it was at the end, the one of the people that they were interviewing like looks directly down the barrel and talks to the viewer Basically saying, like, shame on you for watching this documentary. In the sense of, like, we were following him because we were we, we were obsessed with trying to figure out this person's mental state. And they think that part of what caused this person to kill another person was because of the attention he was getting from this internet vigilante group that yeah. was tracking him, right? But it's just this weird thing of, like, we just watched this kind of shaky story and then... One of the main people you're interviewing basically shames the audience that like they shouldn't have been watching it. So the creators of the documentary put that in. Yeah, and it, it's, it's just like you want people. You don't want people to watch the thing that you just put on weird. Netflix. Yeah, it's yeah. weird. Anyway, sorry, I kind of bogarted. It is an it. interesting thing, though. That's a good. It's a pretty good conversation. Yeah. So drink water and watch that if you want to. What's yours? Uh, I don't know. Is it I've, World War Two in color? No, should I watch that? I enjoyed it. Yeah. 
I like World War Two. I like history. And I also like World War Two stuff. stuff. Yeah. Uh, no, I think the only thing I was going to plug because I've been playing a lot of Breath of the Wild, um, which I talked about last time. I'm just going to plug another podcast called The Anthropocene Reviewed, which is the a what? Anthropocene. Anthropocene. Anthropocene is not really a. F- Some people don't think it's official. Uh, demarcation of the current age of the world we're in, which is that of being. Um, Influenced most by anthrop by us by humans yes uh, and so it's looking at the earth from the viewpoint of human centeredness on earth and it's uh, hosted and written by John Green who is an author uh, who I consume a lot of his work uh, he also is a uh, YouTuber um, but he just writes these really interesting and emotional and insightful essays on things. So this morning I was listening to one on Auld Lang Syne, which is very interesting. But he's done things on, like, Canadian geese and how, like, we have influenced Canadian geese and pineapples and, like, searching other people. And he just has a lot of interesting uh, essays on stuff. And it's just very interesting. So I'm just going to plug that. Anthropocene Reviewed. They're, like, half-hour-long podcasts. Yeah, most time two different stories in each one. Anyway, that's all I got. That's been Rise of Skywalker. Yeah. A mixed, Star Wars. A, a mixed That's bag. Star Wars. That's mixed Star bag. Wars. That's um, Star Wars, folks. Uh, this is Editorial Scott coming back in. Savvy listeners will notice that our intro and outro are a little bit different this week. Uh, we finally have uh, the fantastic intro and outro music from Matt Eastman, a friend of the podcast. Uh, he uh, composed and performed both the uh, intro and outro. I'm not 100% sure what the name of the track is other than T-G-Y-N-O-H. Uh, you can find more of Matt's work on YouTube, both at Meastman Music, that's M-E-A-S-T-M-A-N Music, and uh, his other project, Life in Matt, which is a, uh, a series of sto- or a, or a series that, where Matt tells stories uh, to the viewer. Uh, go check them out. Thanks again, Matt. This is fantastic. Uh, thanks to Kevin for the past use, Kevin McLeod for the past use of the intro and outro, but I think we'll be moving on to uh, this fantastic piece by Matt. Or thank you. We should probably direct people to our website. www.podbean.com. Three guys. Uh, if you <laughs> look up uh, three guys you've never heard of on Spotify, on TGYNHO, TGYNHO, Bean, Tigno, your favorite podcasting app. We're on Instagram. We're on Twitter. We have an email address. Yep, TG Tigno. Nope. No. Three guys. Three guys. Dot com at gmail dot com. Three guys pod at gmail dot com. If you email us, you get free stuff. We'll send you a sticker. Has anyone emailed us? I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't really looked. We don't check it, but we might. So email us. Yeah. Just tell us about your day. And or what you think about Rise of Skywalker. Yeah. Or that. Email us your thoughts. We'll read them in the next episode. Should Ooh. she have said, I'm Ray Palpatine at the end? She chose her new family. Yeah, but she should have she owned up to like, this is my She's identity. taking it back. She's taking it back. Yeah, you're She's right. like, my, my grandpa slammed home. <laughs> Gay, and then my mom or dad, <laughs> one of them. She could have said, "I was I'm, born." Isn't I'm Ray Solo. I know. So I thought when Kylo came back up out of the abyss, I was like, "Man, he's gonna rise up and be Skywalker." Oh, okay, yeah. Ooh, I mean, he had a last name. 
Yeah, I know. Han doesn't have a last name. Yeah, Han does have a last name. He's the ultimate first last name character in all of movie history. Uh, Take us out, Dave. Hey, guys. Eat your vegetables and call your moms. As always, signing off. Good night. I'm Scott. I'm Duran. And I'm David. Are we going? You guys' harmonies are wonderful. I mean, I can contribute I'm not going to join in. What do I do? The bass line? <laughs> yeah, please. Okay, ready? Yeah. Let's go. Start. I don't even know what the baseline is. I I don't know it. That's right. We don't have the copyright for that. Can we do the uh, TIE fighter noise? Can we? (laughs) (laughs) It's impossible. Uh, I do have a good Tuscan Raider. That's pretty good. Thank you. Uh, I can do a good. I've got zero good Star Wars ones. Are you joking? Really? Yeah. You have one. You oh, got one yeah, fantastic right. one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, only fantastic at one time. You just get in your head too much. You show just got to do it. Show me the darkness, grandfather. Yeah, it's see? okay. <laughs> it's pretty good.